cheese? <laughs> you wish. Like, Cheerios. Cheese? Leftover Cheerios that my one-year-old didn't eat. Welcome to Blake Street Banter. One of us knows what the word banter means. The other two are just along for the ride. We are coming in hot on Friday night. Um, first, James, say what's up. What's up? Kirk, say hi. Yo. You all know why we're here. Nato just got traded. Hall of Fame talent. Whatever you can, whatever many gold gloves, all the platinum awards. Generational talent. And we traded him to the St. Louis Cardinals on blockbuster trade nothing's official yet it will be official by monday um how the fuck are we feeling we definitely don't feel good this is a front office failure uh left and right this is this is tragic this is a disgrace to colorado rockies fans this is just the worst case scenario. Okay, so go ahead and go through the supposed um, return that we get from Nato. Okay, sure. We have some talent there, and they may or may not shake out, but you already know what you have in Arenado. And um, it's just a shame that the front office <laughs> made Arenado so unhappy that you have to force a trade like this it's just a shame left and like, right. I, I don't even know what else to say about it. It's just a shame. It's all because Jeff motherfucking brightish decided, Hey, here's a no, no trade clause for you. If you want it, not all, you don't, you don't want it, but I think it'd be best for you to do it. And who would have thought that would have handcuffed us in five years, three years, whatever it's been and said, we're going to be able to get absolutely nothing in return. Okay. So respectfully, respectfully <laughs> respectfully for yeah. the record for re- respectfully respectfully jeff breidich he's made a lot of moves in his career in his short career he's made a lot of moves and there's only one of them that has actually panned out to be a positive move for the colorado rockies and that's the herman marquez trade everything before that after that in between it's a joke it's a joke. When we got the Super Bowl pin with uh, Wade Davis and all of that, it's a, it's a travesty is what it is. If you're a Colorado Rockies fan, you went from Dan O'Dowd, and that was like a seven-year ordeal where you said, uh, I pray to God that Dan O'Dowd is out. And then you got Jeff Breidish, and then you're like, okay, well, now we have a new GM. He's going to make some moves. He's going to do something different, blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, he did do some other things different. But what he did different is that he spent more money for worse prospects. And it's just not a good thing, man. It's it's not a good thing. I pray for you. If you're a Colorado Rockies fan, I pray for you. Kirk, how you feeling, man? You're out in California. You're three hours behind. You're just getting the news right now. You didn't even know what happened an hour ago. How you feeling, you man? You know, I mean, it's easy to just throw it all on Breidich, but it comes down to the Rockies' ownership at the end of the day. Um, if, we had, if we had an owner that actually cared about the fans, they would have recognized, hey, we have who could go down as the best third baseman of all time on our team, along with uh, you know, a top 10 player like Trevor Story. But, uh, and he had to make a decision of 
do you want to keep keep the talent or do you want to stick with your man Breidich and he obviously chose Breidich here and it's just a continuous trend of the Rockies I mean you see it all the time it, the same thing happened with the Tulo trade you know we, we build a roster up we make the playoffs sign these guys to long-term deals and then basically just give up let them write out their deals for a few years and then trade them for nothing. And that's exactly what we did here. And I don't know my, honestly, my first reaction was it's probably for the best and it sucks to say that. And it sucks that I'm trying to like rationalize it as a fan because I shouldn't be, but at the same time, like no one needed to leave or Brightish did and the Rockies just made their decision. And nobody gives a shit about the GM. Again, all due respect to Jeff Breidich as a human, but nobody cares about you. We, I'm not a fan of the Rockies because of Jeff Breidich. I'm not a fan. I am a fan of the Rockies because of Nato, Story, Fuentes, like all these players. And again, you're not making me happy. This was, an inevit this was inevitable, right? We've been talking about it for a hot minute. I'm just glad John Morrissey wasn't the one that broke the story. Um, fuck that guy. But it's, it was inevitable and we knew this was going to happen, but like you have hall of fame talent and you give it away for potential, just prospects, $50 million and Nato for just a handful of prospects. Okay. So what the fuck? let's talk about what really happened. What really happened is Jeff Breidish went to Harvard and did all these other things and they got hired as a GM and, um, he started out okay, but what he did is that he put all of his chips into building a super bullpen with um, Wade Davis and um, those other bullpen pieces, right? He put all of his chips into that basket, and it did not work out. And at altitude, obviously, we all knew that that was like probably not going to work out, but we were excited about it. And then as soon as it didn't, they had no backup plan. They had no backup plan at all. So he made a plan. It did not work out. And so now we need to move on. And so if your ownership in the Colorado Rockies, which obviously they're probably not going to do, but we need to move on. The front office needs to be changed more than anything else. In the Nato trade today is um, – just a horrible example of the failures of the front office, the scouting department, everything else that has to do with Colorado, Colorado Rockies baseball. And it's just, it's just a sad development. It is a sad development. Like what are, I mean, we just talked about it, right? Tell me what we're doing. And this, I mean, this gives us clear motivation, like, we're we're selling it right and this is this is it right this is the end of watching fantastic baseball we're no longer have the best left side in the in baseball it's gone and story's next gotta be the thing is is that you hired brightage to do something for this organization and he tried and he tried hard and what he did is tried to build a super bullpen like the Kansas City Royals did, and that got them deep in the playoffs. I respect that. 
I respect that that was the attempt, but did it work out? It absolutely did not. So now we have to move on and try something else. And so we cannot, <laughs> we cannot accept what Bridge and Montfort and what they're saying because they tried the thing, didn't work out. Okay, so let's move on. So now let's replace the front office. Let's replace the scouting department and let's figure out what's really going on here. But we are where we are, right? Like uh, Kirk said, Monfart chose Breidich over Nolan. Kirk, let me know if you've heard of any of these players. Austin Gomber, Luke Baker, John Torres, Jake Woodford, Angel Rondone. These are all potential players coming to the pinstripe. Yeah, I mean, at first I was like, kind of excited to see the list because I'm like we we had to get somebody you know like some sort of promising prospect and I, I have heard of Austin Gomber but beyond that I haven't heard of any of them I mean granted I'm not diving deep into the Cardinals uh minor league system but past I should know that you know for a trade like this all the same talent and 50 million dollars and we shouldn't be saying I think I've heard of them I don't know and that's I think that's where the frustration lies with the Colorado Rockies fans. So I don't know where you all sit, but I'm sitting, I'm still a Rockies fan, but you better start making me happy. Um, are you well, guys, are you, are you guys out there searching for new fan bases? Well, no, I mean, it's, I'm going to be a Rockies fan no matter until they are not the Rockies anymore and just don't exist. But um, just, it just seems like a complete, blow up of this team like I everybody I feel like everybody's gonna be gone like they're gonna they're gonna trade Blackman at the deadline you know like stories probably gonna be out you know they're this is gonna be a complete like this is the Marlins type stuff where we just blow up the whole team and I don't know I guess maybe we can get lucky like the Marlins but we don't have the we don't have the management which is sad to, like we are the worst are we the worst organization in the whole league? Because I, like, it feels like we're the Jags of the MLB. Like the players are probably, the Rockies are probably number one on like player complaint lists, you know, like it's just, it's just sloppy. And who would want to play for us besides right. if you want to boost your, your home run numbers. And even that's not happening. We just talked about that. Like no free agents. It's not a free agent destination. So what are we doing? Um, Closing, closing comments. Where are we at? Daniel Murphy just retired today. So that's kind of funny. It's that Daniel Murphy comes to Coors Field and says, yeah, can't hack it. So dumb. Um, right. Yeah. I, piggyback off of that. I mean, Daniel Murphy was pretty much what I expected him to be. And, you know, I don't have anything against him. He had a great career. Um, but I was hopeful that with these veterans leaving and stuff, you got Ian Desmond, you know, we got rid of McGee, Shaw, uh, Murphy. Like this was our, this was our time to really start making some moves and use this money, but they saw it as a different opportunity and uh, it doesn't really seem like we're going to be competitive in the near future at all. Yeah, definitely not. We're just, um, they don't care about putting a competitive product out on the field. 
they know fans will show up. They know they're going to get their dividends and all of those other things. So, Coors Field effect. Yep. It is what it is. So, you know, Josh Fuentes will at least ball out at first base and we can all celebrate that and clap around that and then say bye, Nato, say bye, story. Um, you know, this does mean when we had you, this does mean that we do have Brendan Rogers as a full time second baseman or potentially full time shortstop. The future's here, but future's here, babe. Let's roll with it. We're Blake Street Banter. One of us knows what the word banter means. The other two are just long for the ride. Hope you feel okay throughout the night. We'll check with you on, on you later. Love you all. Go rock. Thank you for watching. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple's Podcast, or Google Podcast by looking up Blake Street Banter. Thank you. Did you just rip open a, a bottle of whiskey as soon as you heard? Yeah. Absolutely, I did. <laughs> so fucking Christ, bud. Fucking Christ. God, it's just, it's cringy imagining him in that uniform, and it's going to happen. At least it's not the Dodgers. What do you mean, it's at, least, at least it's not the Dodgers? <laughs> at least this he's won, like, fucking first place every year. I know, but like, how much, how much salt in the wound would that be if no one's suiting up for fucking LA? Yeah. I wish he, I wish he was in the AL though, so he's not just fucking hitting dingers on us all year. That's a good point, but it's like you have the Cardinals, which is just such a fantastic organization, like year after year. The Cardinals. They're not like huge market, but they're in market. Like they are just a good front office. They draft good. They trade good. They sign good. And they're not the Yankees or the Red Sox or whatever else, right? Yeah, they're like that. But yeah, I mean, they have more payroll than, you know, Tampa Bay. But at the same time, like they're just – Good year after year after year, competitive at least. Yeah. How hard is it to do that? Can we like uh, sell all the Rocky shares and let the let them tank or something? Is that what we're supposed to do now? I think what needs to happen is that fans need to quit showing up, man. Yeah, I know it sucks because like I love going to games, I love supporting them, but like it gets to the point where they're not being a good business that you're supporting. Yeah. But here's the thing, like, okay. So, you know, one of the few years they win 90 games a year, they have great attendance. The other thing is if they win 60 game, 60 games a year, they still have great attendance. So. Yeah. And when you're a guy like Monfort who only gives a shit about money, he's yeah. just like, why are we paying these dudes? Exactly. So I can put an average product on the field and still have people pan out, show out, no big deal. Yep. Sam. Fucking sad.